to themensmarch.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Well, listeners, you are in for a treat today because we have back with us on the program Donna Corey Gibson. Donna, welcome back to We Sing Our Faith. Oh, thanks so much for having me. This is so exciting to have another artist doing a beautiful tribute to our Blessed Mother. And I have to ask, why now? What What is happening in life that now is the time to do an entire record honoring Mama Mary? That's an excellent question. And the answer is really simple. It's because I'm overdue. I should have done an album for her a long time ago. Because she's the whole reason I'm in music ministry to begin with. Um, awesome. Tell us about that. Why Why is that? I didn't know that about you. I'm learning something new, and here I thought I knew so much already about you. Oh, isn't that funny? Well, yes, because before I was doing Catholic music at all, I was doing secular music in New York, and I had a commute from New Jersey to New York, and I was praying my rosary in the car like everybody else does, right? We pray the rosary <laughs> in the car. So one day I decided to sing it because I had an hour. I started singing it, and I came up with this real simple melody. It was just over and over, and I got all tickled inside thinking, oh, I bet my husband is singing and praying twice. I bet she just loves hearing this. And so then after I got married and I quit secular music and I was encouraged to sing prayers and I just, you know, put some popular prayers to music and I was trying to market my first CD, I was sending them out to coordinators of Marian conferences mm-hmm. and just to sell in their bookstore. And one conference coordinator said, hey, can you sing the rosary by chance? And I was taught to always say yes and then figure it out. <laughs> So um, I said yes, and he said, well, we'd like to hear it. So, oh, so I had to, I, I did a simple recording at home, in my little home studio, and I sent it to him. I said, we love it. We want you to sing our conference. Bada boom. So I sang it, and I, I mean, it was a thousand people there, and I had nothing but my one little cassette to sell. <laughs> <laughs> and I had all these people, oh, before I say that, I have, wanted to say I, I would never was going to record a song rosary because well, lots of reasons. Well, who wants to listen to the song Rosary? <laughs> for one. <laughs> for two, it takes forever. And, um, you know, three, it's just a novelty thing. Everybody would really rather say it. So I, Oh, and also, my husband was anti-Mary at the time. Mm. So I was thinking, there's no way I'll ever record the, a song Rosary. But um, my husband is a, a business person, <laughs> an entrepreneur. <laughs> and when I sang this rosary, I, I had a list of 75 people who wanted to buy a copy of something I hadn't even recorded. So I had their contact information. I was going to send them a letter when it was ready to see if they really still wanted to buy it because it would be ready then. And I went home with this, and I showed my husband... And he's like, okay, <laughs> go in the studio do it, you know, the, the almighty dollar. So, oh, that's funny. Um, I wasn't going to record the rosary, but I like to say that my pushy Jewish mother in heaven twisted my arm and made me, didn't she? And people say, you're Jewish? And I said, no, I'm not Jewish. <laughs> I'm Italian, but we all have a Jewish mother, and they're known for being a little bit pushy. 
And uh, that's my mama, Mary. And so, um, I love that. I love gone, that. You know, far and wide, people love the song Rosary. Who knew? Oh, Donna. And then it helped, really helped my first, my first cassette was cassettes back then. And so that enabled me to do another one. And then the rest is history. It just started going after that. And I was going to always do a CD just for her because on the very first cassette, I did Lovely Lady Dressed in Blue, and that's always been a very popular one. So I remade that one on this new CD with a, a quartet, a string quartet, which is lovely. Aww. And I, w- I would have done one for her earlier, but my listeners voted on other, other projects. So mm-hmm. I listened to everybody else. <laughs> and and I did the way the cross last, and the, this time I I kept to the voting process, but I said no, I'm doing a Mary CD now. It is time, so you can choose what songs you would like me to put on this CD. So the vote went out, and I tallied them all up. I gave like 36 song choices. Wow! And uh, the most popular ones are on the CD, as you hear. Um, they're my own renditions of some classic. Uh, hymns because you know everybody likes certain Marian hymns, but then other prayers that are very popular that that are once put to music you can memorize or just keep in your mind all day long. They kind of get stuck. Oh, so that's, that's how awesome! The Mary CD came along. Well, that is that is tremendous. That is just so beautiful. And- I love that story. I love hearing where you came from and how Mary was a part of that. And uh, so for the very first song that we're going to share now that we've got to hear you speak a little bit about this, I want to go to Memorare. And I love St. Bernard of Clairvaux. He's one of my favorites. And when he penned that beautiful prayer, uh, the Memorare, there it just speaks volumes in my life. So let's listen to that right now. And then we're going to come back and talk about that. Is that okay? Sounds great. Awesome. So here is Donna singing for us, Memorare. Remember, all most gracious Virgin Mary, but never was it known that anyone fled to your protection, and Lord, your intercession, rest for help was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you. Virgin of virgins, my
Beautiful, beautiful. I I love the prayer, but I have to tell you, when you say who would want a sung rosary, I would have been one of those signed up on your first list. <laughs> I love it. I That's love to great. take time. You know, um, tomorrow morning I'll be flying again, and every time I get on the airplane, I like to have certain prayers. So I think I need to get that from you. Still, I'm going to have to get that sung rosary because I would love to have that on my iPod, so that as I'm taking a four and a half hour flight somewhere, I have time to really pray it that way. So. We have oh, absolutely. to do that. Absolutely. I think that's why Mary likes it. It's because it, it forces us to slow down. There's no way to speed through a Hail Mary like you would in 15 minutes. Some rosaries that you have to go slow and it forces you to take the time and meditate. And yeah. I think that's why it's so pleasing to heaven to take the time. Oh, absolutely. And so the Memorare, obviously it's a lot of favorites and the people voted, but the Memorare to you, what, uh, what significance has that for you? Well, I've been praying that prayer forever. Mm-hmm. Just forever. Before I started doing this uh, ministry, before I was married, it was just one of those packaged prayers that was neatly promoted <laughs> in <laughs> prayer books, and it just struck a chord with me, and it was prayed everywhere, and I loved it, and I always prayed it. And nice. So it was kind of a no-brainer to, to put it on, and, and everybody really likes it. So. Oh, yeah, I have a special story for that one, just it's an you know, it's an awesome prayer, and so yeah. it's, it's a classic. Right. And I, I like to keep the classical stuff to a little turn to it. Yeah. Contemporary feel. Well, with the music, it does. It takes such a beautiful prayer and just brings it up even another notch. And, uh, you know, speaking of those simple prayers, um, St. Simon, the Flower of Carmel. Tell us about this one a little bit. And maybe for listeners who don't know about this, um, the beautiful gift of that prayer. I did have some comments of how people were not familiar with this prayer. And that's understandable because it's a famous Carmelite prayer, mm-hmm. and I've been a lay Carmelite since 1999, and um, every time we get together for our annual celebration, or uh, there's a novena at our local convent, the nuns put on a novena. We never see them. They're behind the grail, mm-hmm. and, um, but everybody comes for nine days in a row of masses, and every day we're singing this prayer by St. Simon Stock attributed to, and it's just a classic prayer, and because she is my mama, and Mm. I'm a Carmelite, I belong to her, and oh my goodness, I was baptized on the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and I just realized that a few years ago. (laughs) My mother had no idea what she was doing, you know, I was born, and then, oh, we we always did baptisms on the Sunday, a couple weeks after you're born, so yeah, that's... That's the day I look it up years later. Like that was the feast of Mount Carmel. Oh my goodness! Our Lady had her thumb on me from the very beginning, oh. and I'm just so honored to be a Carmelite today and to be able to sing this prayer for all my Carmelite sisters and those wannabes who you know who love Carmel and all the Carmelite saints. Oh, beautiful! Well, let's listen as Donna sings this one for us today. And I have something really special to share on this when we come back. But for right now, let's listen as Donna sings Flower of Carmel. Beautiful flower of Carmel, most fruitful vine. Splendor of heaven, holy and singular, mother mine, who brought forth the Remaining of earth 
Beautiful, beautiful. And you know, there is something magnificent about the prayer and the the beautiful devotion of wearing the scapular. And you know, it was a very a very oh, I don't even know how to describe this in in just two words, but it was a powerful presence of the Blessed Mother on a very, very special day for me, my brother and my husband and, and our son, we were all together in Ohio. And we found out that day it was going to be the day that my sister-in-law was being called home to the Lord. And wow. she had a heart attack and, and passed away and she was in the hospital and they had taken her down to the cath lab and they were trying to clear a blockage and, and get her heart going. But it was not to be. It when Gwen passed away. And as my brother stood there next to her, he took his own scapular off because, of course, when you're in the hospital, they take everything off of you. And he took off mm-hmm. his scapular and he put it over her. And it was so beautiful to see that act of obedience that, you know, we are called to certain devotions that, that tie us to that, that beautiful intercessory prayer of Mama Mary. And of course, that, uh, you know, St. Saint, uh, Simon Stock and that the call to the scapular to wear that badge of protection. I just love that. Yes, that was a beautiful expression of that he did. Hmm. How lovely to have um, that he felt comfortable enough to just, you know, free enough to mm-hmm. act that way. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because she, you know, hers was off, of course, and he said, you know, I just need to do that. I need to honor Mama Mary's intercession is, and you know, as we say that prayer over and over and over in the, in the Hail Mary, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a great reminder that Mama Mary stands in the gap. And, uh, it's, I, I am just so overjoyed that you chose to do this record now. There, there just seems to be, I don't know. I feel like she's tapping all of us on the shoulder a little more to say, hey, you know, um, I'm here. I'm here to intercede for you because I love you and you are my children. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. yeah, it, it's, it's magnificent. And so I want to go to her song next. And that would be her, her prayer, the, the Magnificat. I love the prayer. I love the scriptural um, foundation of this and, and her life. But the way that you sing the song, Great Things. Tell us about this one. Well, I did a Magnificat on my third CD. It's a different musical setting, more of a sing-along, a very different feel. And I did it originally to help us memorize it. Um, it was word for word from evening prayer, uh, the liturgy of the hours, it's part of the charism of being a Carmelite. We pray the morning and evening prayer. And so this was a great way to just memorize it as, as opposed to flip it around and trying to read it all the time. And I did get some votes that people liked this prayer. And I also was inspired to do something up-tempo mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't know, Catholics tend to be a little sleepy, <laughs> myself included. I'm queen of the ballads. But I like to, you know, shake it up a little bit. But this hook came to me that not only is it Our Lady's Prayer, but the line that the Almighty has done great things for me mm-hmm. can relate to us as well, because He's done great things for all of us. Mm-hmm. And we all have something to rejoice over, so why not get up and dance about it? And so that's the hook. The Almighty has done great things for me. And it's very catchy. You can clap your hands. And I thought, this is great. We can really... Uh, genuinely join into Mary's prayer. Yes, the Lord has done great things for her, amazing things for her, but we're not just singing 
uh, in thanksgiving for what God has done for her. We're singing in thanksgiving for what God has done for us. We can join in her song, truly, because when we pray to Mary, we're, it's more like we're praying with Mary. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the rosary, too, is we're, we're on our knees together praying to the Lord. She's praying with us, just like they did in the upper room, the twelve, um, before the descent of the Holy Spirit. They prayed with Mary. And so this uh, great things we get to pray her prayer with us, with her. Because it relates to us as well. I love that. And I'm so glad that you spoke to the tempo and the meter of this song because it makes you want to rejoice. And uh, listeners, wherever you are listening today to our program, I hope you'll take a few moments and, and literally let your hearts rejoice. Clap along. And eventually you'll be singing along with this one. Um, be blessed now as Donna sings for us great things.
just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith. I am your host, Julie Carrick, Catholic recording artist and inspirational speaker. And it is always my privilege and my delight to share my fellow artists with you. And for information about all of the artists whose music you hear each and every week, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. And of course, the toll-free number is one 888 And now in a special way today, I really want to encourage you to click on either our website or go directly to Donna's website, which is DonnaCoreyGibson.com. That's Donna Corey, C-O-R-I, Gibson.com. And you're going to want to get this new record. Of course, all of her other ones too, but this one is just so, so beautiful. And honoring our Blessed Mother, um, I know you're going to want to get this record. And of course, if you are planning any special event where the beautiful traditional prayers of our Catholic faith are part of that event, you're going to want to bring Donna to your community if you've not already done so. So now, Donna, we're going to continue with the next song. And this one, I have to say, is beautiful, The Litany of Loretto, and you simply entitled it Mother. Tell us about this one. Well, I had joined the Militia Immaculata um, way long ago, and I had also done the the consecration to Our Ladies through the method of Louis de Montfort. Mm -hmm. And um, I had done that consecration in, in conjunction with Maximilian Colby, because he was related to that. And um, I made the consecration on his feast day or something related to Colby. Mm-hmm. And a short while after that, I had a dream. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. You're a musician. Maybe you can <laughs> tell me. I, I dream songs every once in a while, and I know I'm dreaming them. Oh, yeah. And I think, oh, man, I hope I remember this when I wake up. I, I, you, do you ever do that? Talk to yourself in your own dream? Oh, absolutely. I hope I remember when I wake up, and I wake up, and I can't remember anything. <laughs> completely gone. Well, that's what happened this one morning. I was dreaming. It was a beautiful song. And I prayed, you know, I hope I remember this song when I wake up. And I woke up and I did. I remembered four bars. It doesn't sound like much, but it was enough that I could recognize what it was. It was uh, the titles of Our Lady from the Litany of Loretto. Oh. And so I, I grabbed the prayer, pulled it out, and since I had the melody in my head still, I finished it. I wrote yeah. out all the words from the prayer, and uh, I took some of the lines, because they're just titles. So it was just one title after another title after another mm-hmm. title, and I and I just wrote the wrote the song. Oh. And then um, Liturgy of the Hours said it was the feast day of St. Maximilian Colby. Mm. So I have to thank St. Max for helping me remember this song <laughs> in my dream. And of course, the next day, the day after the feast of Maximilian Colby, is uh, Our Lady's Feast of the Immaculate Conception mm-hmm. or her birthday or... No, no, I'm sorry, it's August. It's the Assumption. Right, yeah, exactly. The Feast of the Assumption. So um, those dates are right in a row. I'm like, I know this song just fell from heaven into my brain and landed on the paper in the morning. And so I was just so grateful that God, God communicates to me even when I'm sleeping. And thank you, St. Max, for helping me remember it. Well, I love that about St. Max, too. Around our household, we call him Uncle Max. 
And oh, really? <laughs> we do. We call him Uncle Max and we love him. Um, he has really been a very integral part of our ministry. And so many times he just quietly pops in. And I love the fact that you shared your dream with us because, you, you know, have a dream song. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> do you remember them? I do. I, I, not all of oh. them, but I do dream. I dream in music. It's funny. My husband, wow. my husband, Kurt, he was raised in a multilingual household, German and English. I was raised in an English household, but then also as a child learned Spanish. And then we both lived in Europe for five years. So we, we are multilingual. And wow. it's funny because some mornings when, when we wake up, we'll be dreaming in one of those languages. And so we'll start our oh. morning either by saying Guten Morgen or, or Jean Dobre or, you know, some language will pop up and we're like, okay, we've been dreaming in German or we've been dreaming <laughs> in Italian or something or Polish or whatever. And, but the musical dreams, there is something very powerful about those. And I, I kind of liken those, if you will, to when we have that beautiful gift of praying in tongues, that there is a oh. language of the Holy Spirit that, um, oh, I get goosebumps as I'm saying this. Um, the language of the Holy Spirit is so powerful. And I believe that music is one of those languages of the Holy Spirit. And so listeners, seriously, as you are hearing this conversation with Donna and I today, I encourage you before you go to sleep at night, you know you're going to be, you know, resting. And what better way to rest than in the presence of the Holy Spirit? And so to ask God when you go to sleep at night, Lord, I'm going to be still and quiet for at least six to eight hours. So please use this time to speak to me and offer God your dreams. And my husband and I are actually Benedictine oblates, and I have a wonderful priest friend of mine who's also a Jungian psychologist, and he was the one who first got me started about really offering my dream time to God and say, Lord, please speak to me in my dreams. And because he uses music so many times, that's how he speaks to me. So I feel better about hearing you say this today. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That, oh, that is so neat. So, well, let's um, let's go to the song now, um, Mother, Litany of Laredo, and take a beautiful listen as Donna sings this one for us now. Mother, ever virgin, immaculate and holy. Mary Mother 
beautiful. Beautiful. It makes you want to pray the litanies. Um, there, there's something powerful about those prayers. And the words in that prayer, you would normally, we don't normally think of Our Lady as House of Gold, mm-hmm. Tower of Ivory. So they're kind of points of meditation, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I know they're taken from the Old Testament, yeah. but it's just interesting to be able to see her in, in, in the, the different lights of these titles. So that's why I appreciate the prayer as well. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, and as you said, it's a reminder of all of the different ways that we see her. Um, I think it was St. Francis who began the the way that we build or, or design nativity scenes. And he was very uh, forward in that if you are of a particular ethnic background, Make that nativity scene represent your ethnicity. And I think there's something that we learn from that in the life of Mary and that she has appeared to us as Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I did a ground tour last summer that took us through Nebraska and it was the neatest thing. I was talking about the different, you know, um, apparitions of Mary. And I said, does she have a particular name here? And they said, oh, yeah. She's Our Lady of the Sand Hills. <laughs> wow. And I thought, how neat is that? You know, it makes me want yes, to write Yes, she's all things to all people. Amen. There's always a way that she can relate to somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, just like our Lord. She's a, a lady to all. Oh, I like that. I like that. And of course, we're going to go to the next song, Lovely Lady Dressed in Blue. I oh, have what to, a great segue. <laughs> oh, I love it. I do. I mean, it, you know, no matter where she appears, no matter how she appears, there's always something about blue, you know, that color that surrounds her, that color that uh, we we just see that, you know, we see blue and we think Mama Mary. In fact, my husband might get a little upset with me, but I may have to send you a gift one of these years. He actually has a blue Gibson guitar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How funny. Well, that's neat. I think maybe she, she's um, paying tribute to iconography because when people are dressed in red, it shows divinity. And when they're dressed in blue, it shows they're clothed in humanity. Mm-hmm. So some pictures show Jesus, his under robe is red, and then his outer is blue mm-hmm. because it's divinity clothed in humanity. Mm-hmm. So maybe Mary showing up in blue is that she is all human. Mm-hmm. There is no divinity in her. Right. She's, just, she's showing respect to that. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. It could be. <laughs> but anyway, this was a very uh, traditional prayer. I just found it on a prayer card rack in my local Catholic bookstore. And uh, I know it's been around for at least 100 years. It was written by Mary Dixon Thayer. Mm-hmm. A popular Catholic poet. He wrote a couple other things that you might have heard of. And because it was also Bishop Fulton Sheen's favorite prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so sung, it just helps you get into the lullaby of it. And it's just kind of sweet. Oh, beautiful. Well, listeners, be blessed right now as we take a few minutes for Donna to sing for us Lovely Lady Dressed in Blue. dressed in blue teach me how to pray God was once your little boy 
tell me what to say. Did you lift him up sometimes gently on your knee? Did you sing to him the way that my mother does to me? Understand me now, you know, lovely lady. Tell me, for you know. Understand me now, you know. Can he understand me now? Can he understand me now? Lovely lady, tell me what to say. Lovely lady, teach me how to pray. Lovely lady. Beautiful, beautiful. Now we have just a little bit of time left, so I want to I want to get to the song "Salve Regina," and I want to ask you why. I mean, I I love it, but was there other than the voting? Was there a particular connection that you have with this beautiful traditional one? No, it's just a classic song that everybody liked, and you have to do it in a chant. I wasn't about to contemporize it. I thought that'd be disrespectful to the Latin, <laughs> and you have to do it in Latin. So I wanted to give it as much integrity to the chant as I could, but I wanted to do a little something different. Uh-huh. So I put my own little arrangement to it. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. And and listeners, truly, just take a moment to just let this prayer wrap Mama Mary's love around you as we realize the Queen of Heaven just is there um, praying for all of us. As Donna sings now, Salve Regina. Salve Regina, Mata Misericordiae, Vita Ducedo, Et Spes Nostra Salve. A te clamamos, 
And I do. I love the traditional language. And uh, before we go to the very last one, we're going to save the uh, the Ave Maria for last. That's going to take us to the top of the hour. But be- just before we go to that one, um, on this day, O oh Beautiful Mother. I love this song. It's just uh, one of those classic prayers that got a lot of votes. It was one of the 36, and people recognize it and love it. And, um, you know, what's interesting is a lot of people have never heard of it. Mm. Like I tell some of my friends, yes, I put on the sale Beautiful Mother. What what is that? Like, so I'm really <laughs> glad that some of the older faithful Catholics were able to influence the CD that could expose some newer, younger Catholics to a, an older, more traditional Marian hymn. Oh, I love that. I think that's what's really nice about being part of a, a Catholic family that's been around 2,000 years. We do edify each other. We help each other grow closer to the Lord. The older influencing the new, the younger, and the younger as well, carrying it on to the next generation. And I think it's a beautiful thing. So awesome. um, I hope you like it too. Oh, praise God. Well, let's take a listen. On this day, O oh beautiful mother.
It's, it's beautiful. Your voice is just as strong and lovely as ever. And I am so glad that this, um, this beautiful CD was one that honors Mama Mary. So thank you for doing it. Thanks for having me very much. Oh, my goodness. And uh, listeners, again, I just want to remind you, WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. And we will be happy to connect you with Donna and all of the Catholic musicians whose music and ministry we share each and every week. And now to take us to the top of the hour, we are going to hear Donna sing Ave Maria.
A beautiful hymn, a beautiful traditional song, sung by a beautiful woman of faith. Again, Donna, thank you for taking the time to be with us on We Sing Our Faith. Thanks so much for having me, Julie. Listeners, you want to bring Donna to your community. You hear her heart. You hear the love that she has of our Blessed Mother, of all of these incredible teachings of our Catholic faith. And to have it shared in music and through her own personal witness is such a beautiful experience. You're going to want to have this in your community. So please reach out to Donna and to everyone here at Carrick Ministries Foundation. Thank you for taking the time with us on We Sing Our Faith. And until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Celebrating the culture of life. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Hi, I'm Piper with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville and are active in several St. Philip ministries. We are proud new sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. We're at 469-912-0397. Or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at ingresslabs.com. Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name. Give the gift of life by donating blood. Shortages of all blood types occur during the summer months. To help with this shortage, Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Alito is hosting a blood drive through Carter Blood Care on Sunday, May 15th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The mobile blood drive will take place at 16250 Old Weatherford Road in Alito. To sign up and for more information, visit the parish website at holyredeemeralito.org. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. Save the date. Father Thomas D'Souza has secured, with the help of Bishop Michael Olson of Fort Worth, a visit from the Relics of St. Bernadette, which are touring the United States for the first time. The relics will be available to venerate from Wednesday, July 20th through Saturday, July 23rd at Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Mineral Wells. The only other stop of the relics in Texas will be in the Archdiocese of Houston. Do not miss this wonderful opportunity for healing and prayer. For more information, call 940-325-4789. Para Car Care is a proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Here at Para Car Care, we are devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the Euless area, 817-685-2222. And for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at paracarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.